Hello mọi người, welcome mọi người trở lại với channel của Hannah Selexus Đây là channel giúp các bạn tự khai tiếng Anh là giải tiếng Anh Nhờ vào lời khuyên của một cựu chiên anh ký đã sống làm việc Mỹ chính là mình Ngày hôm nay, tài trợ chương trình này đó chính là một lon nước sữa đậu nành lá dứa Còn đây là ống hút mà của người bạn, bà chủ Tupperware đã gửi qua Không thể nào mà xài ống hút nhựa được nữa chứ nó nó chửi chết Bởi vậy nên là từ giờ là mình chỉ xài ống hút này thôi Nếu mà bạn nào muốn mua thì hãy liên hệ bà chủ Tupperware nhé Một điều rất đặc biệt của ngày hôm nay đó chính là clip này mình với bạn mình sẽ nói bằng tiếng Anh hết Và bạn mình là ai thì mọi người hãy bắt đầu nhìn nhé Vậy nhé, 1, 2, 3, vô Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. So today we're gonna have an English video, English speaking video, and this is very weird to me because I've never, never spoken to my friend in English. And yeah, my friend has a has an Aussie accent, and this is an American accent, you know. So just try to spot the differences. So hello. Yo, what's up? <laughs> anyway, the reason why I have my friend here today with me is because I have some burning questions, you know, about branding and having an online presence. Because as you know, I've been doing YouTube for a year now. Everything I do up until now is very homegrown. I improvise everything and I don't really have a strategy and it's been working for me so far but recently I've been fighting myself in a pinch when it comes to new ideas and creativity yeah. in general so just wondering if that's like like how the expert people think about that and well basically the thing is I um, just started doing my whole content creation thing about a year ago as, as most of you guys probably have known the main thing is I've gotten a quite a bit of criticism for it as well because the way that I carry out my content is very corporate like because of my you know my work experience so for everything that I do on my channel for my podcast for my YouTube channel mm -hmm. obviously I have my visual identity in place mm -hmm. I have the content pillars like basically mm -hmm. what the different content I'm gonna cover which channel I have specific formats like how I'm gonna title everything how I'm gonna it sounds like just a lot of everything. work <laughs> I know everything is just very just rigid and mm. obviously for an independent creator like for an mm. individual sometimes mm -hmm. it can come off as being a bit distant but it'll be better like it would it'll be better in the long in the long run right the main thing here is like i said it's mostly like a reflex because i do mm. things for big okay. businesses and corporation mm -hmm. and yeah. for them consistency is the key like they have to be consistent oh. so that people can recognize them so basically things like even if we as an audience think that they're mm -hmm. doing very random things like random things at random times but everything connects is that how um, it is that's how it should be obviously okay. a lot of the media that we consume these days are created by big corporations so mm. Most likely, nothing really random happens with these mm -hmm. corporations. However, you still see some companies carry out like impromptu or spontaneous type yeah. of content. It's either one, uh, they have very agile team who like mm. actually you know can catch the trend very quickly, mm. very effectively. Yeah. But that's a very rare situation uh, most of the time the reason for that to happen is unorganization <laughs> when mm. they just kind of think that oh it's not a big deal we can just do it this one time and then fix it later on and at my agency i would advise them against it because um if that's the first impression that people see your content it's gonna mm. stick it's gonna be very confusing to your audience because they don't know what to expect next 
And in terms of like choosing a brand, choosing a product, people want comfort, mm. people want familiarity. But obviously, mm. that only applies to um, mm. to yeah. corporates. In terms of independent creators, I think people they feel the connection to the human side of things. They want to feel relatable. They want to feel like, oh, that is girl next yeah, door yeah. that we can totally be friends with sort of thing. Yep. I actually watched something really interesting the other day about how certain YouTubers, when they get big enough, their lifestyles aren't as yeah. relatable anymore. Mm. It's just like, they're so zoned in. No, I think I know what you're talking about because I, I also watched something similar about how their problems are just so first. Um, it's not even first world. It's like a different yeah, kind yeah, of world. Yeah. It's like yeah, oh, like, I can't. I don't know how to live in this mansion, this huge mansion, and those things like. If your channel, your brand, previously was built based on mm. relatability, then people are gonna feel betrayed. They're gonna feel like you know this person who used to be my friend now has changed, mm. and that's gonna come with a lot of negativity. That's something that a lot of creators, I think, need to think about from the beginning if they want to stick with this long term, is that how your content is gonna evolve and how your brand is gonna evolve with your lifestyle and your success and your opportunities in life mm. and just things like that because I feel like at first I wanted to do that I wanted to plan everything out perfectly before mm -hmm. starting out but then it just think I told you about wanting to do YouTube six months before I actually yeah. did it so it's like yeah. planning things out takes a lot of work takes a lot of effort and somehow we just got stuck like in the whole planning <laughs> process and never really actually carried out anything so mm. so yeah so I guess in the end I just kind of swung it and somehow it took off and but I do believe in having some kind of philosophies for your channel so something yeah. for me to go by is that I should always do something that I'm very comfortable with. I don't want to give up my comfort in order to satisfy my audience, which is very spoiled yeah. of me, but, <laughs> but it's like language channels, language yeah. teaching channels usually do is to go outside and interview other people, but yeah. I can't do that. I mean, I can speak comfortably with you, but not with other strangers. So it's just something that I can't give up. So comfort yeah, for course. me. And then, and then I want to do like change things up every once in a while too. So that unpredictability. Mm. So those are the two things that I go by for me. Yeah. So in terms of your branding and in your content, do you see a like an evolution? Like, do you see things um, switching up in any specific direction? I have a pillar of support from my channel that is English, right? But then mm -hmm. in the future, I probably will want to branch out into different languages. So one thing yep. that has been <gasps> concerning <laughs> me is my intro. I don't know, it's the trademark of my channel. Yeah, I mean, everybody yeah. that actually likes me know my, knows my intro. So it'll be a, a difficulty, a hurdle to jump <laughs> mm -hmm. over you know, when, I, mm -hmm. when it's time to actually change that and move on to a different type of content. Obviously you want consistency because you want people to be able to recognize you and to be able to feel familiar with your brand and your product but mm. every product has its life cycle and at some point it's gonna get old and in order to continue to grow you have to evolve but then at the end of the day for a business what they have like what they always have to fall back on is to um, go back to their vision and mission mm. like to basically oh. go back to 
their core values, what mm. is it that they're offering through their products. Because that's the thing that can't change. Like as a person, it's your personality, it's your core value, it's your belief. Mm. Those mm. things can't change. Everything else that you're putting into the world is your product. That can change, that can evolve because, you know, no one likes mm. people who stay still. No one likes people who don't right. learn new things. Like a YouTuber, I would say the people who got a lot of criticism about changing. I think the biggest problem uh, their audience have is that they, for the longest time, they provide this expectation that, oh, I'm going to be like this all the time. I'm always going to be funny. I'm always going to be mm. relatable. But that's not true. Like no one can be your friend forever. No one can be mm. your big sister forever. At the end of the day, what stay still like what would actually need to um, be the same is your core value but your mm. role in life the things that you can supply to your audience I things think. like that oh, have okay, to I change see. i think one way that i kind of supplements that change or that change process is you know something going on in my life that actually yeah kickstart that change process so it's like mm. it's not like i'm just sitting at home and randomly change myself or just because i like that but i mm. would like to you know pursue different ex uh, activities so that when it's time to reap the results the rewards yeah. from that activity then i could kind of transform myself into another person because of that and that's how i kind of yeah. try to lead my audience on you know to yeah. move on with a different type um, of content the way that I like to look at YouTube and the way that like the way that I analyze YouTube as someone who works in communication is that um, the appeal of YouTube is basically the appeal of reality TV. People mm. want to kind of observe someone mm. else's life. For a lot of YouTubers, sometimes when they get successful enough, they quit their full-time job to do mm. YouTube full-time. Like yeah. imagine that, like you're just watching a reality TV show that basically is about someone filming, sitting there, editing their video. Mm. I think yeah. that people need to really think about when they evolve and stuff, like what are people going to keep watching me for? Doing mm. YouTube alone is very limiting in terms of what content mm. you can create. So I feel like there are two directions that you could head on YouTube. Mm. So one is like having a non-traditional show, that kind mm. of show, just like what you mentioned. So like having different segments. Okay, so this is today's meme, it's the memes day or whatever, and then tomorrow mm. is reaction day. So it's just like a show, but it's just in a non-traditional media, um, mm. yeah, medium. And then the other one is, as you say, revolving around the actual person's life, like the creator's yeah. life. So it yeah. just it's up to you to pick your lane yeah, and then exactly. stay within it. So mm. I think for your channel, your product is basically obviously you have different ways to deliver it, but your mm -hmm. product at the end of the day, as you mm. have put very eloquently in your intro, is a language lesson. In my case, my brand is obviously this girl who enjoys a lot of things, who works in creativity and advertising and communication. And then my product is my way of life, is how I deliver what I do, what I believe in, what I enjoy to people through all of the things that I put out. So obviously if okay. I give up in the next couple of months, then people wouldn't mm, even wouldn't know how to, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't know how to even recall me. But if I do stick by it and I do kind of carry out my strategy 
for a long enough period of time, then I believe that the product and uh, everything will come together and people will be able to appreciate it a little bit more. I think that's the main difference between mm. between us, I guess, because I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know how long I'll stick around on YouTube. Yeah. So my plan has always been quick wins, mm. like as long mm. as I could achieve yeah. small but m multiple quick wins, then yeah. Uh, then yeah, that should be good for me. That's what influenced me to pick English because it's a hot commodity as well. Yeah, so of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. But that's kind One. of that kind of like is um quite it's quite aligned with our personality as well. Like you're really impulsive even with the big decision in your yeah. life, and then true. Yeah, I'm like a lot more cautious when it comes to a lot of things and I mean in business and everything obviously you know about that concept of high risk high reward. I think for your product obviously of how much you put yourself out there. I remember when you first started out you put out a lot of videos out in a short period of time. Um, I remember. Oh, I was just free. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having a lot of free time on my hands. Um, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like you put it out there a lot. You put kind of all of your eggs in this one basket mm. at that time, mm. and it worked out. And that's that's basically the definition of high risk, high reward. Like you want to risk it so mm. that when the reward comes, um, it's a big reward. And clearly, it it worked out for you. But for me, it's kind of. Uh, like it's it's too risky for me to do that because mm -hmm. one like my line of work is kind of already sensitive like a lot of the things mm -hmm. I say has to be carefully uh, thought out like I don't want to accidentally name drop a client I don't want to accidentally yeah. like affect my company because of the content I put out there things like that so you know like I can't mm -hmm. go for the high risk high reward route I have to go the stable and more curated more structured route. Oh, oh, okay. I have so, I have one question oh, for you actually. Um, have oh. you, I know that you have your trademark with your intro on your channel and uh, um, all of the, the other things, but you actually never had like a visual like identity. Like you've uh, never had like a branding <laughs> asset in that way. Is that something that you've ever thought of? What is a visual identity? Like I don't know, like an icon, like uh, you know, oh. like I have my <laughs> logo. Oh, I see. Because I personal see. branding is still branding, and like I said, uh. like your intro is basically an asset. But have you ever thought about doing visual uh. branding identity? I think. What the thing is, I didn't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't know I needed to. So yeah, now that I think about it, I guess the reason why it never really came up in my mind is because. I never thought to stick around that long. Oh, I think, yeah. Yeah. So I guess my plan was to just, you know, high risk, high rewards, and then and then disappear like a wind, <laughs> like the wind, and then and then just because I do tell you and my audience that I want to do some kind of product, mm. so that would be, and then I'll just like save behind the scene to do all kinds of things. So I guess I would just like to have the brand Hannah's Lexus to stick around for as long as the products <laughs> could come out. Okay. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, I mean, it's not bad to have a personal branding as well. Mm. So they already know me as some impulsive girl on the internet, so I might as well just, you know, further that. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I guess we could um, talk about 
something. Oh, well, because I told you, or and I told also told my audience about how there are a lot of copycats on the internet,、uh-huh. which is fine. Yeah, because you know, like, it's the internet. It's, yeah, it's the internet, and that means you're doing something right that people wants、yeah. uh, want to copy you. So it's okay. But、uh, that also makes me thinking because、uh, it reminds me of a video where Peter McKinnon、uh-huh. and Casey Casey Neistat、uh, they did a video together and like just a Q and A together and in that in that Q and A they did tell like a fan to just if you want to do YouTube just do it even though there are a lot of other people that already did the content you want to do. Um, it's you that makes the difference, and、mm. it's your delivery and whatnot. And I understand the gist of it, but I like it doesn't feel right to me.、Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause yeah. as someone that always wants to do things, do unique,、mm. not like too unique, but like like、At、just it has, has to be different. Yeah, hasn't been done before,、right. type of thing. Well, not exactly hasn't been done before, but I mean the easiest way to do to go about it is just to mix a lot of things together yeah. to yeah. kind of mask the previous appearance with yeah, something yeah, else. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So,、mm-hmm. um, in order to communicate something, you have to know your message, and there are three components to a message. First thing is the what, like what it is that you're、mm-hmm. saying. Uh, secondly, is the how? How are you saying it? Is it? Are you gonna sing it? Are you gonna draw it?、Mm. Um, and then the third one, which is like the most important thing, why is it that it has to be you to do this thing in this way?、Mm. So obviously, in terms of the what, there's gonna be a lot of repetition. It's gonna be English teaching content, books review, interviews, and then there comes the format. I would reckon. Is the part that have a lot of flexibility to it. Like yeah, you can teach English, but you can do it in a format of songs, or like how you would do it in the ways that you translate、uh, song lyrics, or you、um, do short videos teaching people on how to like pronounce things properly. In terms of the how, there's already a lot of things that you can kind of flex your muscle. So if people kind of skip out on The how and kind of just copy the format of someone else. That that begs the question of why. Why is it that you have to copy someone's method of delivering something? And I think most of the time it comes down to the fact that the why is not strong enough. Obviously, doing things for money is a why. Like I put this content out there because I want to make、mm-hmm. money. That's a why, but it's not a compelling why. I think most of the time it just takes the first two factors. Yep. For people to succeed. Yeah. The what and how. Yeah. Yeah. As long, I mean, if it's entertaining and you're delivered well, then it should be enough.、Mm. And the example, I mean, the manifestation of that is all of the, <coughs> all of the comedic content and all of the、yeah. you know music covering content、yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So. With that But, being、um, said, I don't condone plagiarism. I've been plagiarized. It's not fun. Don't do it. Don't copy、mm. people. I guess the two、um, wise old <laughs> men were right. You should just do it anyway, and then you'll be able to pivot when time when the time comes.、Mm. So、mm. that's it. I guess for anybody that wants to do YouTube, just do it anyway. But put in effort and just stick around. Yeah, Gen Z actually has a very like. 
financial mindset very early on like like money is like a very strong motivation for them and um, they also have a very strong desire to express themselves like it's obviously I have to respect that it's just the fact that we come from a different generation we have a lot more inhibitions about you know the image that we want to portray of mm. ourselves and um right. yeah don't let don't let our pondering kind of affect you if you're like someone who's young and who's just you know see a lot of people do things that work for them and 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 you think that it would work for you too i guess just go for it uh and you're giving that advice to other people and yourself <laughs> because you obviously didn't do that no <laughs> it's fine it's fine oh well i think It's good for today. So yeah. even though the conversation might seem to be a little, a little bit all over the place, I hope that is um, helpful, insightful for a lot of people or some people or if you just want to stick around for the English, that's fine too. So this is my friend of over a decade now and she's working in communication. If you want to know more about her, just go to her channel. Yeah. What, what's your channel? Um, so I do content about advertising communication which is the industry that I work in. I share a little bit of my hobbies and interests including movies, books. Uh, I share about my English learning tips and things like that. Um, if you're interested you can find me at Memo Talks. Well thank you very much for your appearance today, featuring today on my Yay, channel. Yay! Thank you thank for you. having me. Okay Yay. and you guys should head over to her channel because I'll be there in a minute. Bye! <laughs> Quay nữa, ngày hôm nay thì mình sẽ ghi vào quay cho các bạn một quyển sách Đó chính là quyển English for Daily Life ở đây Lý do là tại vì ngày hôm nay tiếng Anh nhiều nên là mình nghĩ là rất là hợp để mà ghi vào quay một quyển tiếng Anh Quyển sách này thì thật sự mà nói là nó rất là truyền thống ở chỗ là nó là sách nè Bây giờ tiếng Anh mà học bằng sách thì nó cũng hơi truyền thống đó Nhưng có điều quyển sách nào mà truyền thống nhưng mà vẫn làm tốt cái nhiệm vụ của nó thì vẫn đáng được tuyên dương Và quyển sách này làm tốt ở chỗ là nó có rất là nhiều từ vựng và được liệt kê ra như thế này và nó có phiên âm luôn, có nghĩa luôn để cho các bạn có thể học được theo những mẫu hội thoại ở trước đó Và mẫu hội thoại thì lúc nào cũng có cả tiếng Anh và tiếng Việt luôn Rất là phù hợp để mà các bạn có thể học những cái mẫu câu nói chuyện cũng khá là tự nhiên Và có thêm từ vựng luôn cho những cái hoàn cảnh khác nhau giống như là trong đời sống gia đình nè, nói chuyện điện thoại nè Đi mua sắm, đi khám bệnh, đi ngân hàng, đi bưu điện vân vân Thì thật ra cái kiểu này là được làm rất là nhiều rồi Nhưng mà quyển sách này thứ nhất là giấy rất là đẹp Và thứ hai là bài vở sắp xếp một cách khá là hợp lý Ví dụ như là ở đây bài đi ngân hàng đi Thì nó sẽ nói về những chuyện như là open an account Là mở một tài khoản như thế nào Withdraw money, rút tiền ra sao, rồi cash, rồi check Có nghĩa là đổi tiền xét thành tiền mặt Mặc dù ở Việt Nam thì không có xài xét Nên là cũng thôi kệ đi Nhưng mà có thể hiểu được Rồi apply for a credit card, rồi loan Có nghĩa là vay tiền, rồi đóng tài khoản thì sao Nói chung là những cái cụm từ rất là thật sự là dùng trong đời sống hàng ngày luôn Ví dụ như là nếu mà bạn vay tiền đi Rồi mỗi tháng mà phải trả tiền cả vốn lãnh lãi Thì tiền vốn là gì? Tiền mà trả vào tiền vốn sẽ là principal nè Rồi tiền lãi vô là interest Thật ra mà nói thì có một điểm trừ mà mình cảm thấy không thích lắm một quyển sách này đó chính là phần mà nói như người bản xứ với cả là phần nói tự nhiên, diễn là tự nhiên thì nó khá là giống nhau Bản thân mình thì thấy là nó cũng chỉ là đoạn tiếng Anh với là đoạn tiếng Việt song song lẫn nhau thôi Cái quan trọng là nó có tiếng Anh tiếng Việt với cả là có thêm một phần từ vựng vậy thôi Rồi có thêm một phần bài tập nữa nhưng mà mình nghĩ thì phần bài tập nó cũng bình thường thôi, không phải là quá nổi bật Cái phần nổi bật là tiếng Anh tiếng Việt với cả là phần từ vựng bởi vậy nên là các bạn lúc mà mua quyển sách này thì thật sự là nó phù hợp với học theo kiểu hồi xưa Có nghĩa là mở sách ra và có nhiều chủ đề và có nhiều từ vựng để mà học Và 
cái cách tốt nhất để mà học cái kiểu sách hồi xưa như thế này nghĩa là cày mỗi lần cày một bài kiểu vậy đó rồi ráng học từ vựng xong rồi sau đó thì cái quyển sách này nó sẽ được trở thành giống như là cái reference thôi hay là cái để mà mình quay lại mình dò lại giống như hơi giống từ điển thôi chứ còn tính ứng dụng của nó sau khi mà học xong một lần rồi thì nhiều khi thật ra cũng không phải là quá cao nhưng mà để mà học ban đầu để mà nhiều nhất ban đầu thì khá là ok bởi vậy nên là bạn nào mà cần nói về những cái gì là tự nhiên này nọ thì có thể tham khảo cuốn sách này nhé vậy nhé và mình sẽ ghi vào quay cuốn sách này bằng một câu hỏi bí mật của ngày hôm nay đó chính là bạn hãy kể ra một trường hợp mà trong đời sống hàng ngày mà bạn cảm thấy là không biết diễn tả ra sao giống như là đi chợ mà hỏi mua con cá này kia gì đó mà không biết nói tiếng anh ra sao kiểu vậy đó nhưng mà nếu mà ai mà kể ra được cái trường hợp nó càng đặc biệt hơn thì mình sẽ càng chú ý hơn vậy nhé bye